Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. He's an awesome God. Amen. I appreciate him. Amen. Appreciate y'all coming tonight to help me. I need that help tonight. Praise the Lord. He helped us this morning, and uh, I'm hoping you and God will help me again tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want y'all to stop tonight. I don't want you to just kind of stop in your tracks. I want you to do something. I want you to keep on your journey. Don't want you to miss what God's got in store for you. Hallelujah. I'm going to be turning, if it's all right with you, I'm going to stay in the book of Genesis. I'm going to go to Genesis chapter number 37. It will not be a new scripture. It will be something that you all have heard time after time. I've heard the story growing up as children. And it's nothing new. Amen. But I want to. I want to preach it to you tonight, maybe in a little different way than I've ever preached it before. Genesis chapter number 37, I want to read verse 3 and 4 and drop down to verse number 23, and then I'll let you sit down. Amen. Genesis 37, verse number 3. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children. Everybody said more than all of them. Because he was the son of his old age. And he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than of all of his brethren, they hated him. And could not speak peaceably unto him. Verse number 23. And it came to pass when Joseph was come unto his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat. His coat of many colors that was on him. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would take this word and use it for your glory today. Lord, to strengthen somebody, to encourage somebody by the word tonight. Lord, I realize your awesomeness, Lord, and my lowliness. And I'm asking you, God, that you would move and speak through these lips of clay. God, to encourage and strengthen your church tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen and amen. And you can be seated. Amen. I want to preach this to you tonight, tonight, sporting my new coat, sporting my new coat. Jacob, the Bible says, loved Joseph more than all of his children. And he showed it because he made made Joseph a coat of many colors. So it set him apart from all of his brethren. Glory. I'm going to tell you, we're living in a world today that as the church, we're set apart. And we're to be different. There used to be an old song. In fact, uh, Sister Sandy used to sing it at the second church uh, of being different. Amen. I'll stand for you, Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. Desire to be different. I don't know about you, but I want to be different. I want to be the same old, same old that I was before. Come on. I want to act different. I want to look different. I want to talk different. I want to be different than I was. I don't want to be the same old man. I've put on a new man, so I must be different. Amen. Joseph, amen, was daddy's boy. Amen, so to speak. Amen. And uh, he loved him more than all of them because I, I believe there's more to it than just because he was a a son of his old age, but if you remember right, it was, a, it was a, a son that was born between him and his favorite wife. 
I mean, there's no way getting around it. Anytime you look through Scripture, you find out that he not only had a favorite son, he had a favorite wife. Amen. And he was almost mad at God to, uh, because that son wasn't born yet. She was, she was barren, and he was, he was angry about it. He did not like that. And it's been said that there were five different colors in that coat woven through it. Amen. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you, the Bible numerologists, which is as great that Bible numerologists say the number five is a symbol of favor. And can I say that it was through favor that you and I was saved. It was through grace. Five letters. Come on. Hallelujah. So I believe there's something to that. And Jacob favored Joseph above all the other children and he proved it by making him just a special coat. Now I want to, I began to look into this and began to study it out and only two people in a tribe were allowed the privilege of wearing such a robe and that was the head of the tribe and the one chosen as the heir, which was normally would have been the eldest son. But Jacob chose rather a younger son by Rachel to be his heir. He symbolized it by making this coat. This kind of coat was worn by royalty. Somebody said royalty. Began to study this out farther and and, and, and I'm not going to make you turn there. It's a, by reference only so you know I'm still in the book. But in 2 Samuel 13, verse 18, 19, you can read it on your own. It don't have to be up there tonight. But the king's daughter, it's talking about David's daughter, a man wore divers colors of garment. And this was robes that the virgins wore, the apparel that they wore. So there is a tie between king's children, amen, and what Joseph done for his son. Bible don't let us know if his daddy wore one like that or not. But it says that Joseph wore one. Somebody shout, I'm favored. Ah, oh, I'm getting to feel better already. Hallelujah. And the Lord just put this there for me. See, I had a trip yesterday to make late yesterday evening over to Princeton. And, and I've, got, I've got something that I've used before on this, but it's, it's not long and flowing, you know, like, like the coats of that day. Because if you read history, they, and, and the, the sleeves is probably not as flared as they were back then. They were bigger, and uh, they, they come down below the knee, too. Amen. So Joseph had a special coat that not everybody had. It's what I'm trying to get at. He wore something special. Everybody said special. Oh, hallelujah. I hope you feel special tonight because you are wearing something special. Even though it may not be as a coat. Can I tell you that when you put off the new, the old man, you got to put on something new. I'm going to tell you, you've got to undress before you can dress. Hallelujah. So I'm telling you tonight, when I put off the old man, I symbolize putting on a new coat. i got to change clothes. Come on. There's, there is a place in God that we got to get where we change what we wear. Oh, yeah. i got to wear a smile. i got to put it on. Come on. i got to put it on. I put on Christ. Somebody said, I put it on. Now, I don't mean that not the way y'all, some of you, is taking it. I just put on. I don't want you to put on. I want you to put on his coat. In other words, what I'm saying, I got to take on his character. I got to be like him. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to just be like him and pretend I'm a Christian, but I want it to be shown to the world. Come on. If I'm going to show something, I want to show off Jesus in my life. I want people to know that I'm serving a God. Amen. That I represent him well. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm going to sport my new coat. Hallelujah. I want to be like Joseph. I want to sport my new coat. I want you to notice something about him. That wherever he went, he was blessed. Mm, glory. Hallelujah. The, but the boys, they didn't like him. You know why? They hated him. You know why? Because God gave him dreams. Woo! Come on, church. Where they didn't even realize that from birth, God had blessed this son and he'd give them something that they didn't have. They didn't like him because he came home with a bad report after he'd worked with the boys all day long. And he went home and told Daddy, I, I got a notion. They weren't talking right, Daddy. They weren't living right, Daddy. They, were, they, were, they aren't living like we're supposed to live. But he had a coat on. Everybody expected him to live right. Come on, church. We all have got a coat on, whether you really realize it or not. We represent, come on, the right church. We represent Jesus Christ in this city. And if we're going to represent him, we must represent him well in our talk. Come on now. Oh, yeah. Don't let us be telling any dirty jokes. Come on now. Let us dress right. Come on. Let us occupy ourselves right. Let us love others. Oh, yes. Let us love our wives. Come on, y'all married him for better, for worse. And if it gets worse, then we just got to pray for him. Glory. Hallelujah. If you're redheaded, you just pray that don't get mad. Glory. Hallelujah. But I'm glad that I was there the night that redhead received the Holy Ghost. Laying on Sister Roberta's lap, church camp. Come on. Yes, sir. I run on to it the other day. I thumbing through one of my books in the past. Said, Sister Rhonda, received the Holy Ghost laying on Roberta's lap. I don't remember the date now, but I'm going to tell you, she did. And I'm going to tell you, she still got it. You hear me? I said, she still got it. What's she doing? She's wearing her coat right. Come on, she's standing out in the crowd. You can't say she ain't got it. I heard it. Come on, she's still got it tonight. Oh, she got some, some of us hadn't got, she's got a good reverse. I'm telling you, she can back up. Glory. But she come forward that night. Woo, come on church. Hallelujah. Joseph's coat of many colors stood him out and made him different from everybody else. You know, he probably got made up fun of, I'm sorry. But he got made fun of, I'm sure. Everybody looked and said, there, there goes that there spoiled brat. Yeah, that nerd that daddy loves so well. He hates all the rest of the kids. The other 11 he don't care nothing about, but buddy loves him. And he's proved it. Look at that coat he's got on. I'm going to tell you, it's jealousy. I said, it's jealousy. Oh, I was feeling kind of good. I was, I was coming home yesterday evening, and I thought, you know what, I believe I'll just stop by the Goodwill, see if they may have me a new coat in there. And I walked in there and I began to look. And I don't remember whether I called my wife or she called me. Might have been she called me. I think she called me wondering where I was at. I said, I'm standing right here in your favorite store. No, I said, I'm standing right here. I'm standing right here in the Goodwill. I said, I'm looking for me a new coat. And I did. I'm telling you, I looked through there and I found... This one, and I found another, and I'm going to tell you the truth. And, and my wife verified this because she ironed it today. I told her this afternoon, I said, iron that thing. I want it to look good. If I'm going to wear this around tonight, I want to represent the Lord well. I want it to look good. She got the iron out, and I watched her iron that thing. And she said, dear, I'm going to tell you something. I don't think this thing's ever been more. <laughs> Woo, glory. I'm feeling better already, man. This thing is a new coat. 
I got me a new coat tonight. Come on, church. When you got saved, repented, and filled with the Holy Ghost, you put on something new. You had never had it on before, and you'll never forget the night you got it and how you felt, and you won't ever forget how you looked when you got home. I like Hunter. He's all, he's just all excited. Man, I remember. And he, I didn't know whether he got it back there that morning or not. He's back on that other side. I was in behind him and I was praying for him. He come out of there, but he told me. And he said, listen here, Bishop. He said, this thing comes all over me. Just, he said, I just, I couldn't, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't control it. So he said, I thought I'll just let it loose. So he said, I just let it happen. I said, well, good for you. You just keep on letting it happen. You know what's a problem? Sometimes in the church, we put on the coat and we forget how we're supposed to act. Come on, you act different when you got on the coat. You don't just come to church to sit on the pew, but you come to church to have church. You come to church to worship God. I don't know about you, but I come to get my blessing. I don't know what I'm going to face this week, but I know that I can't face it without him. Oh, I'm feeling this. Oh, it's getting down my feet. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I'm sporting my new coat. Woo! Man, I ain't going to tell you what I give for this thing, buddy. I mean, this is expensive coat. been overlooking too you couldn't want find one could you yes sir the Lord I told my wife I said the Lord saved us just for me the other one was a his little pukey looking red and green and I don't know what all his bright colors but it looked like it faded 50 years ago I thought that I don't want that thing and this is the only one other one in the rack and my wife says it's brand new. Now, Sister McGee knows her stuff when it comes to that. You just ask, you just ask the grandkids. I'll tell you, Mamma knows everything. Y'all started that too long ago, and she's never got over it. She tells me that all the time. Glory. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I put off the old man. I took off my coat. Come on. I've changed clothes now. Oh, Lord, I'm not to come in like, <clears throat> like I've just eaten a lemon. Come on. I'm supposed to get up in the morning. Sister McGee, listen now very well. I'm supposed to get up in the morning with a smile on my face and a snap in my step. And I tell them, I go in the bank and I'm whistling. And I say, How's, how are you today? So I'm just somewhere between great and wonderful. You want to move in on that street. It's a good street to live on. Lord, I'm feeling good. I say, it's a good day. I was able to get out of bed. I sat down at the table, Brother Mason. I took nourishment in my body. Nobody had to feed me. Come on. Woo, you better listen. I said, nobody had to feed me. Sometimes we need to stop and discount our blessings. <laughs> Sister McGee and I thanks God for each other every day because four years and a half I had, tri I had triple bypass surgery. Then this year my wife had triple bypass surgery. So every time we wake up in the morning, we realize that neither one of us might not have been here for our kids or this church. Of course, I don't know. There may be some people that say, thank God and Greyhound are gone. I don't know. But anyway, hey, what I'm telling you is we get up in the morning and we can thank God for the day. I was able to get out of bed. Come on. I'm still able to walk four or five miles a day. Come on. The other day I went to the gym and put in four miles. Went home told Sister McGee, you need to walk. 
So we come to church and she walked a mile and I walked another mile. Come on, I'm blessed. I'm wearing a new coat. Come on, church. Hallelujah. We need to take off the old things and put on the new. We call, oh, hallelujah. We need to thank God for what we are and who we are. Don't be ashamed to be a, to dress different. Don't be ashamed to look different. Don't be ashamed to change friends. Come on now. When I come to the Lord, I had to change things. Old things passed away. I got new friends. You know why? You can't afford to keep being around them. So why well, I'm going to win them. You're not in no shape to win them right after you come to the Lord. You need a little strength yourself. There comes a time in your life that you can witness to people. But until you can, you need to be careful of who you hang around. Because those spirits will grab a hold of you. Oh yeah, some of you know what I'm talking about. I know all of you have read these books, you know, way back in the past in the middle church when we began to read those books about the trailing spirits. I know some of you recognize it, but there's been a lot of times Brother Mason and Sister McGee and I has recognized that there's been something new come in our house. And I said, dear, this is enough. We're going to stop right now. We're going to pray and get rid of this spirit. Get this trailing spirit. It don't belong. There's new garment in this house. I got a new coat on. I've got power over him. He don't have no right here. And I'm not going to let him stay. I'm going to get rid of him in the name of Jesus Christ. When I, whatever I do in word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Bishop, that happened in your house? Yes, sir. And every now and then we got to get rid of him again. He'll slip in. The first thing you know, you begin to bicker at each other. Recognize it's the enemy that's come in the house. He don't have any, he don't have any right where I'm at. He don't, I'm favored. Come on, I got a different coat on. I'm not the man I used to be. Come on, we're not the household we used to be. We don't do the things we used to do. Come on, church. I'm different. I'm, somebody say I'm different. Tell the devil you're different. Oh, come on. I'm different. Glory. Hallelujah. I got a coat on. It's a coat of many colors. Daddy favors me so much that he put a new garment on me. Oh, glory Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to put off all the old and I want to put on brand new. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know about the... You know, there's, a, there, the, the, there's this thing, I know. There's this time, there's this thing sometimes. People say, I don't know about that bishop. He's, he's about half crazy. He's hard to tell what he'll allow to do. And you're right, I am. If God tells me to do something crazy, I'm going to do it. I don't care what people think. Come on. I went and got this from a goodwill, and I said, man, you got that good. Yes, I did. You know why? Because I want to get a message across tonight. I want people to know that they're wearing new clothes. There used to be a song that said something about putting on new shoes. Come on. <laughs> Woo! Come on. I got a helmet on. You may not see it, but I go on the helmet. Oh, yeah. You know why? It's for my mind. Protect my mind. Let the mind that was in. Come on. Let that, that, that mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in me. Come on. I got on, I got on a breastplate. It's righteousness. Come on. Ha, it's not because I'm all that worthy, but it's because he put it on me. Hey, if he put it on me, they no man can take it off. Come on. Hallelujah. 
Well, I don't know whether you call that righteousness or not, Bishop. Oh, yeah, when he give you a coat, honey, he brought you up with the best of them. He said, you're just like a son. In fact, you're even favored. You're a favored daughter. You're a virgin daughter, huh? Well, glory, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost in here. We got to watch it, you know, or we can spread the wrong rumor to people just by what we wear. Hallelujah. Sometimes how we talk, the things we talk about. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm different. I, I admit it. I'm different. And I'm happy to be favored. And I thank God I'm different. I'm a little eccentric, but that's all right. God likes people that's different. He said he wanted to peculiar people, those that were different. They set apart from all the rest, brother, brother Malone. God wants people that are different. They don't think like the world. Come on. They don't look like the world. Come on. They don't, they don't, they don't wear the same cloak that the world wears. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil tell you you're not special. See, I... I get to feeling this in here sometimes. There's someone sitting in my midst that they don't think they're special. There, there's some people in here that they fail to see that God favors them. Come on, church. Just because you're going through trouble and heartache on every hand, let me tell you, when troubles comes your way, what it is, it's labeling you as a Christian. You've got a different coat on, and the devil said, I'd like to take that coat off of them. Come on, I'd like to change them. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, yes. He wants to take your coat off. He don't want anybody to recognize you. He wants to, you to be just like everybody else. He, yes, sir. He wants you to look like him. He wants you to talk like him. He wants you to anger him. Come on. Uh, he wants you to get right in the middle of him and act just like him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. But I want to tell you something. You and I have got some power that the devil don't know nothing about. Oh, what he don't realize. And, and you know, he, he, he knows what it is. He's, he's felt that. He sung in the heavenly choir. He was, a, you know, he was the one that led it. He had music in him and all of that. But he, wanted, he got to the place that he had that coat on, and he thought, I can just be just like Jesus. And he got so exalted in himself that the Lord said, No, yeah, I'm not going to mingle with the best of you. I'm going to separate. See, isn't that wonderful? He said, I'm going to separate you from this. And he did. He kicked him out. Come on. Come on, church. I'm going to tell you, you can only fool somebody so long, and they're going to kick you out after a while. If you're not going to be like us, come on. Come on now. If you're not going to live right, if you're not going to be right, you know, there'll come a time in your life that God will uncover what you're doing. Uh-huh. Come on. He'll let, he'll let everybody know that you're not what you say you are. Oh, yes, sir. I've seen a, come, a few of them come into the church, and they hung around for a little bit. But I, I remember of some of them that's come up this altar and prayed, and there was something about me that said, they ain't right, something wrong here. And you know what? After a while, it proved it. When that, I'm going to tell you, church, when they quit coming, and then and, and they come for a little while, and then they don't come, you better just stay, separate yourself from them. Come on. Oh, I'm not saying brand new people that come in. But I'm going to tell you, after a while, it's time to let's stay straight. Come on. I'm going to live it or I'm not going to live it. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Come on. I don't want to be a hypocritical. I want to live it just like I'm supposed to. And I've seen some of these people that they've come and they've come and they've come. And then they'll, all at once they'll fall off and you won't see them for two or three months or so. And all at once they come back in and they're all filled with the Holy Ghost just like they was before. Don't give me that garbage. You've got a hold of the wrong thing. You got on the wrong coat. Come on, church. Oh, somebody better help me preach. Come on, you better, you better put your old coat back on because there's nothing new about you. Come on. Hallelujah. If you're going to 
play like you are, then you must do it. Come on. You got to get involved in the prayer. You got to get involved in the church. You got to get involved in the word of God. Come on. You can't sit on your tail and do nothing. If you're real, you're going to be doing something. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. The devil wants to make you think you're not special. Come on. Hey, I tell you, I'm favored. Even though you may not think I'm favored, I'm favored. Hallelujah. 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 Joseph began to tell on his brothers. He began to tell daddy what they were doing. Amen. And they hated him the more. Then he'd come along and give them another dream. And the Bible, every time they give them a dream, they hated him more. They got to the place they couldn't even speak with him. Come on. Didn't even like to be around him. Oh, Jesus. That's a good thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People recognize you when you're different. And they may not tell you, but they'll tell somebody else. I remember Sister McGee, we lived in the parsonage. And it was after midnight, cold, cold winter. I don't know, it might have been 2004 when we got all that snow. I remember, I don't think Paul and Don was home yet, though. Not during that, they wasn't. They were during that snow, but they weren't this night. I remember somebody come and knocked on our door, Sister McGee. Came in our door, and this person was barefooted. I mean, in freezing winter. But you know why they'd come? They come in and said, I need prayer. I need somebody. Sister McGee and I began to pray. And after we prayed, and after this person cried, and, and talked to the Lord, and asked the Lord to forgive her, and all of that, next thing you know, that person was gone. But I remember later on, this same person all at once ended up in the hospital. Went to the hospital, walked in the room. This person, as soon as I walked into the room, dropped the head. I said, what's going on? This person said, every time you come in or every time that I'm in the midst of you, I cannot look at you because there's something about you. Come on, church. I'm telling you, it's not me, but it was a God in me. Come on. God lets other people see. Even though you can't see and may not know that you put on a different coat, other people see that you're different, that you're real. Mm, glory. Sister McGee, we just run on somebody in the store just yes, last night. Yesterday, run into them in the store. This person had been a long time since I'd seen them. They've been to this church. Walked in the door. This person reached over and slapped me on the shoulder, shook my hand. Did the same thing to Sister McGee. Said, I'm always glad to see Brother and Sister McGee. Come on now. Somebody that's not been around forever. Yet there's something that resonates with them every time you meet them. Come on. I've been at McDonald's before, Sister McGee. We've been at McDonald's before. People have come up to us and said, I like you all because every time you, I see you all, you're always the same. Come on, church. When you got on the coat, you don't just put on one Oh, come on. I don't decide that today, Brother Mason, I'm going to put on this coat, but tomorrow I'm going to take it off because I might want to do something. Yeah. Said, I love you because of who you are. Two individuals yesterday. We run on to another one that come out of the dollar store. Followed us out, or we followed them out. I don't remember which. One or the other. We went outside. This person has began, as soon as she laid her eyes on us, she began to cry. Young lady began to cry. I'd seen her a while back in the Walmart. And she had cried there. Said, I need prayer. I need prayer. 
She told Sister McGee, I didn't have my oil on me. I, had, I, still had on my, I still had on my workout clothes. Didn't have my oil in my pocket. Amen. But I want to tell you one thing. I didn't let that stop me, Brother Mason. We walked out of that dollar store. I didn't care who was getting out or getting in their car. Sister McGee and I laid hands on her and began to pray for her. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, you know what, what she said? She said the next time, said you just throw that bottle of oil in your pocket every time you leave. And when you see me out, I want you to use oil on me. Come on, church. You tell me that you don't set an example in this world today. People knows who you are and what you stand for. You've got on a different coat. You don't look like everybody else. You don't act like everybody else. I'm sporting my new coat. Sporting my new coat. Bless God. I'm proud of it. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Typically, if I could say this spiritually, this coat cost him his life. He loved me enough that he gave his life for me. In the Garden of Eden, after Adam and Eve had sinned, he killed animals. Come on. He put a new coat on him, Brother Mason. Come on, he put a covering on him. He said, you can't go around naked like this. Come on, I know you know where you're at now, but you've sinned and you've come short. And I, can't, I can't allow you to keep on just like you're going. You've got to put a new coat on. Church, God don't expect you to be any different when you walk through those doors the first time. But I'm going to tell you, whenever he finds you at an altar giving your heart to him, come on, promise him, God, I'm going to live for you the rest of my life. When you go out, he puts a new coat on you. If you're different in here, then you ought to be different out there. Don't come to church one way and act like a Christian and get out of here and live like the devil. Come on, church. Hallelujah. I'm feeling the Lord in this place. I said I'm feeling the Lord in this place. If you don't worship with me, I'm going to worship alone. I know he's real in here. I know God is in this place. Jesus. Glory. Who'd have thought? First church. Sitting on the back row on this side. There was a young man sitting there and his hair come down to about here. Sister Sheila was sat back there. And she had enough <clears throat> on that you could have scraped it off. Sister Shay become a musician when she was still bald-headed. She had her maracas out. She's playing them maracas. She'd get out there in that middle aisle, honey. She wasn't ashamed of it. She really didn't know nothing about it yet. Only she knew that when she come to the house of God, there was things that took place there that never took place anyplace else. It was a different place. Oh, there was, there was a bald-headed guy and his son that used to come and sit kind of toward the back too. Hallelujah. And I, I worked with this guy. And, and, and then the first thing I know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know why, but I'm going to tell you, my, the tapes from the services and the messages began to end up in the storeroom at work. Come on, church. I'm telling you, when God sees you're different, he's going to try you. He's going to see if you're real. Come on. If you've not been through the time of seeing whether you're real or not, you're going to go through it until God knows you're real. Come on. If you're going to have his coat on, he's going to make sure you're just right. Oh, great big old guy that used to work here in that storeroom. Merry Christmas. He'd heard them tapes. I didn't know he heard them. Having to walk in there one day. And he said, McGee, you better get that Bible straight. said, that Holy Ghost 
is for them back in that day. I said, no, sir, you better read it again. You got it all wrong. It's for whosoever will let him come. I said, that's anybody and everybody. It's for your children, those that are far off. As many as the Lord thy God shall call. It's for everybody. Come on. This coat is for everybody. God wants you to have on this coat. When he found out I had bad word of God to back me up, he shut his mouth. Brother Mike Penrod was he was he was doing this in the background. He's taking it down and say, Y'all listen to this. He said that Paulie acts different than I ever known him. He said, Yeah, yeah, he acts different when he's preaching. You know what? I put a new coat on. Come on. Hallelujah. I went to school with Sister Angie Craig. She came. She, we met her a long time ago in a Walmart. Sister McGee. Oh, Sister Angie kind of strayed away from what she knew. She was in a backslidden condition. But she began to talk to us that day. And the next thing you know, Sister Angie Craig was in this church. Amen. You could tell when she put on her new coat, things began to change with Sister Angie. Oh, she said, she told me one time, she said, Pastor, I knew there's something different about you when we was in school. She said, I just hadn't figured it all out, but I know why now that you was different than everybody else. Come on, it shows up in your school years, honey. Oh, yeah, come on. It don't wait till you get in church. It shows up when you're walking among them. Sister Lena, you would have probably never, ever been here, Sister Lena, if it hadn't have been for somebody being different around you. But you heard the song sung. Bird and Rebecca sung the songs in church or in school, just like they sung at home, just like they sung at church. Everywhere they went, they sung those songs. Sir, I was just a boy in grade school. I'd carry that big guitar with me, and it was about as big as I was. But I'd play it all the way going to school and all the way coming home. You know why? Because there's somebody in there who wanted to hear you sing or want to hear it. So I did. I sung the same old songs I always sing. Oh, glory. Come on, church. Hallelujah. There's, I got on different clothes. I don't. I don't have the, on the old garment no more, but I put on a new one. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to try to get on earlier tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. People will recognize you when you're different. When I left the power plant, 1997, to go full-time pastor, it was time for me to leave that job. The pay was good. The benefits were good. God had allowed us to get completely out of debt, and I knew there was a purpose in that. My pastor was our, was our uh, man that went, yeah, he was our missionary. Used to be our pastor. Brother Mason, I will not forget, we were on a, he was home for a little furlough, and he come to the first church to preach about four nights, I think it was. Sister McGee had pneumonia. She was, uh, the doctor was treating her at home. We didn't have insurance. He was treating her at home. Our pastor that was a missionary to Mexico and Belize, superintendent over it, Belize. He was riding with me that night to church. I remember it was raining hard and I hit a deer and, uh, and we just kind of went on to church. Amen. And I remember coming back home. Amen. And we talked. In fact, we talked till. 4.30 in the morning, I went home, changed clothes, went to work. But he told me something, brother, that stood with me all of my life. It, and I, it come back to my memory back in 1997 when I was walking down the mill bay, brother Mike. And there was a voice that came to me and it said, it's time to get out of here. I got a work for you to do. It's time to leave this job. It's time for you to be pastor full time. My pastor at that time told me, he said, brother McGee, 
I know that you seems like everything is going great in your life. I know that you're making good money. I know the benefits is good and everything's going good. But Brother McGee, don't you forget one thing. Come on. I thought about the coat. Hallelujah. You don't forget that God's got something in store for you. You don't want to ever look back at that big expensive job and all that money that you're making. Don't, don't, don't look back even at, 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 at the retirement because God will take care of you. Just remember one thing. When God tells you to leave, you leave. Don't you stick around. Oh, hallelujah. I began to think that day when I walked down that meal bay. Come on. That the Lord told me it's time. And I called my family together on a Sunday. And I said, the Lord spoke to me this week while I was walking down the mill bay. And he told me it's time for you to leave. Everything is ordered right now that you need to leave. And I did. They even called me in the main office. Our manager at that time called me up. He said, I want to talk to you. I went up. I sat down in his office. He said, listen, I don't want you to make just a quick a quick mistake here when, when you've got everything going for you. He said, listen, Paul, I'll tell you what. You can take a leave of absence. And then you can, you can go out and try this out. And if it's not what you think it ought to be, then you've got a job. It's no big deal. You can do that. You, yeah, in fact, I'm encouraging you to do that. And I looked at him and I said, I'm Kate. I'm sorry. I, I appreciate you asking. I appreciate you being concerned. But when I leave this place, I don't want no strings attached. Come on, church. When you turn your back on the world, you don't need nothing. Come on. To hold you back. You need to put on your coat, your new coat, and never even take in mind that I'm going to put the old one back on. You need to look ahead. Can I be just straight with you? I won't forget. We run into some hard times right after that. It's the past. I'm going to tell you something. Brother Mason, if I'd have took that leave of absence, you know what I'd have done? I'd have run right back to the job. And God knew it. So he said, I want you to move all that out of the way. You know what I'd done about it? I started praying. I started fasting. Sister McGee, we started fasting. We prayed and we fasted. Hallelujah. I spent hours at church. I, I spent hours. I spent four or five hours at church laying on my face before God. Said, God, you know all about it. You're able to take care of it. And he has. And he did. And he still is. Come on, church. Come on. I'm telling you, the coat makes a difference. You're favored. Even in the midst of trouble and heartache, you're favored. Brother Mason, when you lost your job there a few times, amen, when they downsized and it just happened to be you that was out, the Lord knew all about it. What they didn't know is he had a coat on that was not like everybody else. He wasn't off of the same old thing. He, oh, he had God in him, Christ in him, the hope of glory. You been there? I've been there. I've lost my job before, right before Christmas, October. Man, how are we going to make it? Five kids at home. Try that around. Oh, Jesus. When signed up for unemployment. Got one check, I think, Sister McGee. One check. My phone started ringing. I was a mechanic by trade. My phone started ringing. Customers, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. For long, I was just as busy as the garages downtown. A friend of mine gave me a place to work. Moved my tools over there. Guy, he'd, you know, he, McGee, can you think you could find you a job? Well, I hope so. He said, well, you found one here. So he said, yeah, you know, business is just getting to place. And I, I, I really just, uh, I, well, I, I guess I'm going to have to lay you off. Loaded up my toolbox that day. I said, God bless you. He didn't treat me right. Come on. God's got you labeled, church. When the world works against you, God's got you labeled of the coat on. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tried to cut off my unemployment. Said I was offered a job. Guess what? I'd go up every day, every week, and I'd sign up for unemployment, even though I wasn't getting any. I'd take my papers up there, the money that I'd made, everything I'd spent out. I had all listed out there for them. And they looked at that every week. And I don't remember what week this was. Don't even know when it was during that. But during that time, I walked in there, and he said, I, he said, I hate to say this, but I, I need to. He said, so-and-so said that you turned down a job, so-and-so. I said, well, so-and-so's lying. He said, don't worry about it. I've watched you week after week. I trust you. You don't have to worry about it. Come on. God knows your heart. Hallelujah. I'm about ready to close. Hallelujah. 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 Notice what I'm closing. Brother Jerry, you can come. Brother Mason, you can come. Notice the first thing they'd done with Joseph. You know what they'd done to him? The first thing they'd done was stripped his coat off. So we thought, we'll fix you. You may be daddy's favorite, but you don't look any different than the rest of us now. See, but what they couldn't do is rip his heart out because the favor was inside. world may not like to be around you because you're different. And then again, they may and just not want to tell you the truth. In fact, they may make fun of you, but sometimes when you catch them out by their self, say, you didn't know it, but I've been watching your life. And I want what you got. Hallelujah. Church, you need to sport your new coat. This altar's open tonight. Hallelujah. I want you to sport your new coat. I want, come on, I want you to model it. I want you to be a model for Jesus. Oh, glory. And when you walk out in your job, let everybody see you as somebody that's different. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let us stand. I'm going to make it easier for you to come and pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you and have a blessed day.